0: Good morning everybody, it is Thursday, the 9th of February, and this is the Marcus Today members podcast, general advice only. Don't confuse it with advice suited to your personal financial circumstances. Speaking of advice, I was on the ABC this morning. You may have seen all the stuff about suggestions that financial advice regulation should change again. I spoke about that on the TV this morning on the ABC. They're thinking of simplifying it. I have to say, when did the government completely dismiss caveat emptor. Let the buyer beware. They treat the population as if we're all nuff-nuffs who couldn't spot good advice from bad advice. Anyway, maybe I've got that wrong, but I have to say the molly coddling in the finance sector has killed the industry. And what it's done, it's driven financial planners, one, out of the industry, and two, it's driven them up the chain of how wealthy their clients are and and the move at the moment for financial planners is it's almost not worth talking to anybody who's not a sophisticated investor, which means they've passed an assets test, because the smaller clients require more compliance. Can you believe it? So you've got a choice. Have lots of small clients with an enormous amount of compliance or have large clients with much less compliance. Well, it's obvious what everyone's done. All the financial planners are trying to get large clients that qualify as sophisticated investors so they're compliant burden is less net result nobody who is not qualifying as sophisticated investor which I'm not sure you even want to qualify as sophisticated investor because it means you have less protection but anyway anyone who doesn't bother to qualify as a sophisticated investor is of no interest to a financial planner things do need to change one way or another or nobody's going to get advice the other thing I think should change is that why is it that an apologies to all financial planners but one of you needs to put up a shingle that says, I give financial advice only, not investment advice. We need to separate, I think, financial advice from investment advice and allow people to come just for financial advice without ending up on the hook for years receiving investment advice when all they really wanted to know is, are my assets in the right entities? Am I minimizing my tax? What should I do about this event in my life? That sort of stuff without ending up with seven managed funds And paying fees to a financial planner whose skill set is not necessarily investment. It is knowing all about financial structure, legislation, clever bits rather than the investment bit. We don't seem to be able to separate some financial planners don't seem to be able to separate financial advice from investment advice. Anyway, there we go. Rant, Marcus, rant. So I'll have another rant in a minute. Market not doing too much today, as you've probably seen. Wall Street down 200 points. Our futures were down 31. We were down 36. We're down 13 at the moment. It's all a bit boring. Some days there's just nothing to say, quite honestly. And this is one of them. We have a sort of regular Fed chatter about having to keep up the pressure on interest rates. And that seems to have killed the rampant rally in January, which saw our market up 7% at that rate, 7% per month for a year. We're going to go up 84% this year. It's going to be a good year, obviously. Something's going to come along to knock us off our momentum. We obviously aren't going up 84% this year, or are we? No, we're not. So something's going to come along and calm everything down. We've discounted a fair risk of recession already. It's hard to know what's coming along other than a sobering up. Anyway, we are sobering up in February by the looks of it. few results out today. AGL down 10% on the back of theirs. AGL was enjoying a nice resurrection. It seems people prefer fantasy over The reality of results. We've got the results season coming up, of course. Results next week. CBA. For those of you interested in income, CBA, Telstra. There's actually in our technical scan section a sell signal on Telstra, but I've had a look at it. Ignore it. It's very short term and it's not very convincing anyway. One buy signal that was in technical scans, which I found quite interesting, was Wham Capital. Wham Capital has underperformed terribly and is finally finding a little bit of form in the short term. It's not really a trading stock. It's very boring. LIC, of course, not the sort of thing a trader would be buying. But interesting to see it finally finding some sort of low. There's an even balance. In fact, there are more overbought stocks, but there is an evening balance on overbought versus oversold stocks at the moment. Quite a few stocks becoming oversold. NEU, I know that's a favourite of quite a few people. Nick Scarley in there after their results. Have they gone next? No, their results were badly received. Few stocks in there. Couldn't get excited about any of. Them. Poseidon Nickel, I'm afraid, oversold. Still hopeful. And overbought. Lots of stocks. ANZ, Macquarie, which had a good day yesterday, the day after its results. Transurban as well, overbought after good results yesterday. Aristocrat Leisure, which we hold, overbought. Newcrest, overbought because it's been bid for. Suncorp, year high, overbought. James Hardy, Henry's tip, overbought. Overbought doesn't mean sell. Anyway, quite a few things overbought, including IVV, which is the SM p 500 ETF. I've started listing these technical scan signals in market cap order so you can see the most relevant ones at the beginning. So even though it's a blur of codes, 100 codes in one paragraph, just look at the first few. Those are the big stocks. Also, I see sell signals in Domino's, which is still in uptrend but short term coming off, and Wise Tech as well coming off top now, and Wes Farmers coming off top now. Anyway, I have a little comment of my own on R. Artificial intelligence, which, as I say, should be said in the same tone now as Robin Williams says military intelligence in Good Morning Vietnam. So let me start this again. We've got a paragraph on artificial intelligence. Let me give you the script from last night. Host, Bard, for $99 billion worth of Google's market cap. What new discoveries from the James Webb Space Telescope can I tell my nine-year-old about? Bard, JWST took the very first pictures of a planet outside our own solar system, buzzer, eh, host, incorrect, sorry, Bard, but that just cost Google shareholders $99 billion. We assume artificial intelligence is intelligent, don't we? But when it's sucking its information from somewhere, we have to know who or what that source of information is. And if it's the internet, well then, sorry, it's not necessarily true, intelligent, or right. And let me give you an example of that. Somebody wrote a wiki page, or whatever you call it, about Marcus Padley. Now, I can tell you what's on there. came from something I wrote on my own website in the marketing guff about 20 years ago, and someone took it upon themselves to write my wiki page. Well, I can tell you, that stuff was marketing material. It's old, and it's not necessarily true, and I dread to think what other people are writing about themselves on the internet, which is then going into something like Wikipedia, which is assumed to be true and factual, which of course it isn't. So if somebody asks Bard, who is Marcus Padley, he's going to repeat what's on my wiki page, and it's going to be marketing material. So you can't trust it, can you? Who is the source? And what is their agenda? Maybe the source of a lot of truth is the CIA. Maybe one day it'll be President Trump. If you can't trust them, you can't trust AI. If you can't trust the source, you can't trust AI. Anyway, AI is obviously coming. But it is interesting that we've got Chat GPT and we've got BARD. Now in competition, I guarantee over the next year or so, we are going to see a whole load of lithium companies that are never going to make a dollar produce anything but jumped on the bandwagon, jump on the AI bandwagon and change their business to something that will capture the imagination of thoughtless stock market investors and make the directors and their shareholders wealthy for no reason other than they targeted what was hot this year. AI, the the 2023 lithium replacement. It'll be interesting to see if anyone rises to challenge ChatGPT and Bard. I guarantee there will be other AI AI engines and they will come from goodness knows what countries, what corporations and will we trust them? Well, the clear answer overnight is just like the self-driving car being safe. AI is garbage in, garbage out. Where does the garbage come from? There are a couple of articles in the strategy piece today. I was rung by Ali Selby, very smart journalist, works at Livewire. I asked about Macquarie. She turned that into an article yesterday. So if you want to know what I think about Macquarie. Click on the article in the strategy section today, which takes you to Livewire. And I've also put up that article I wrote yesterday for you on stop losses. I've put that on Livewire as well. So I've got a link to that. That's about it today. Being on the ABC this morning absolutely killed my time frame again. I need another me. Anyway, as I leave you, market down 13. Boring us, it is. And the Dow futures up 64. Results beginning to pour in next week much, much busier. That's about that. You have a fabulous day and I will speak to you tomorrow. (music)